Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Now let me go to the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street uh, Veterinary Group, where I'm joined by our resident vet, Jane Pickett. Good afternoon to you, Jane. Good afternoon, Patricia. And you are very welcome. And let's get straight into questions. Some of them seems to be a lot of behavioural questions going on at the moment. This is a kind of a relevant one. Uh, Jenny's on about her King Charles, three-year-old, neutered, adorable, much-loved dog, but he is terrified of thunder and with thunder forecast for later on she's wondering is there anything she can do to keep the situation calm for him Mm, this is always a really difficult one um, because I suppose it's it's something that doesn't happen very often, thankfully, thunder and lightning. So let's say our pets don't get habituated to it, so accept it as normal. So it is that big, scary, occasional thing that happens. What I'd say is that if your pet is really anxious, the main thing is keep them inside, keep them safe. OK, so don't let them wander outside unless they're on a lead and very, very secure with you. Um, Because obviously if they get a fright, they'll run off and they may run off in a blind panic and not be able to find their way home. So the first thing really is make sure they're secure. Second thing is, I suppose, acknowledge that they're probably going to be really scared and you need to be that calming force in the house for them. So they feed a lot off our energy. And they're really incredibly perceptive creatures at reading body language. So if you're nervous about your pet having, I suppose, an anxious response to the thunder and lightning, 
they'll get anxious because you're anxious to a degree. Now, it may not be the whole picture, but it certainly doesn't help. So I say the best thing you can do personally is just try and stay as relaxed as possible. You know, you're taking care of your pet. They're inside. They're secure. You're going to take measures to make them feel better. So at least they're not worrying why their mum or dad, why their owner is all anxious and that's feeding into it. The next thing is make sure there's a quiet, comfy spot that they can go and hide in. So a lot of the time their instinct will be to go and hide somewhere quiet. So if they have somewhere that they're used to being, then brilliant. Build on that. Maybe add some kind of blankets as a little bit of kind of noise um, and noise cancelling around it. That can be a really, really helpful thing. Um, and if you don't have somewhere like that, a really helpful thing to do is a, a dog crate or a, a dog dog box, as it were, and put blankets over the top of it. So you're kind of creating a, an almost noisy insulated little area for them and um, somewhere nice and quiet and let them go and hide if I suppose the temptation a lot of the time is to try and keep them with us and sometimes that's not the most helpful thing in the background play I suppose calm music so classical music that's quite chilled out um, is a really helpful thing sometimes and a little bit louder than usual to try and mask the sound a little bit or let's say if they're in with you guys watching the tv and that's where they want to be to put that on a little bit louder just to try and mask the noise a lot of the reaction they get though is to the vibration of it not the noise so it is a bit of a difficult thing to control but look like everything the storm will pass your pet will hopefully be happy back in themselves again but i suppose as the final thing although they may be secure accidents can happen they can get out make sure your pet is microchipped and that the registration don't get lost i I know i remember having a friend of mine and it was almost like i you know the way dogs seem to have a sixth sense um he would always hide under the bed whenever there was any kind of a thunderstorm and Mm -hmm. you can only predict when the thunderstorm was going to happen because the dog would literally make for there was one particular bed and he'd be hiding under there when the thunderstorm was on it's almost like they can sense it is it can can a dog sense it I, I think they can. One of my own dogs, Margot, is exactly the same. So a little, like let's say half an hour or an hour before thunder kicks off, she will just start shaking and she'll go and hide. And yeah. I know something's up then. Um, so I think they are a lot more perceptive, I suppose, to low level noise and vibration that we are as a humans. Their, their ears and I suppose their other senses are far well better trained than we are. So they'll pick these things up earlier. I'm smiling that you've got a dog called Margot. <laughs> anyway, La- yes. <laughs> Larry has been on to us about his sheepdog mix. He howls at the very same time every night, eight o'clock. He said, Larry says you can almost set your clock by him. It's the only time of the day he does it. Is he picking up on something? He might be. Um, he might be picking up on something. It is possible. Um, again, I suppose their senses are just so much more attuned than we are. Maybe he's hearing something far off in the distance that happens like clockwork at that time every night and he's responding to it. So it might just be something we're not perceiving or picking up um, that he's responding to. I think as long as he otherwise seems happy in himself and he doesn't seem stressed out, it may just be one of those things. Um, they might just be, you know, having a little howl, singing the song yeah. and then it passes over. It's probably not too much of a worry as long as he's otherwise well. Yeah, and and he's only doing the one off. You don't have it at three o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning. Now, Eileen in Bantry exactly. was on to us earlier. She's got a two-year, a two nine-month-old Labrador, so short of his third birthday, male. Now, this is the last two and a half weeks. He started eating the stone chips in the driveway. He's walked twice mm-hmm. a day. He's got lots of toys. He's well-fed. He's very healthy. But she's wondering, is he lacking in some minerals? He's never done it before. He's only recently started in the last two and a half weeks. He got sick last night and some of the chips actually came up. 
Mm. That can be a really worrying behaviour. I think obviously, you know, we don't want them to be unwell and eating stone chips or stones can lead to big, big stomach problems. So I suppose the main thing is, as well as being quite irritant and sharp on the tummy, they can cause blockages um, and really serious ones that might require surgery and be life threatening. So if you can, whilst you're sorting it out, restrict his access to that area or only let him there when you're supervising him on lead, then that will be ideal. It's strange that it started all of a sudden, but look, maybe he's just got a notion that that's what he wants to play with. A lot of the time, I say try and redirect that behaviour into, I suppose it tends to be kind of a foraging, rustling behaviour. So using things, I suppose, like snuffle mats, you can, if you Google them online, you'll see what I mean. They're like little bits of fabric that you can hide food in. Um, But a lot of the time, it really is just a habit that they build that you have to try and kind of redirect um, into something else but safety first no chips um if possible at all as regards him lacking something it's actually really unlikely as long as he's fed a good quality complete dog food if he's on a slightly more unusual diet for example if he's fed a home cooked diet or a raw fed diet there is a possibility he might have a deficiency which is leading him to try and seek out other nutritional sources and that behavior is interesting it's a lovely word it's called pika um it's a really interesting one but that is actually exceedingly uncommon in our average dog um as long as they're fed a normal complete diet i think the main thing is if he's otherwise well it's most slightly behavioral but if you're in any way worried that he's not well in himself if he's losing weight, losing condition, um, losing his appetite, then he really warrants a trip to the vet just to double check. Okay, Teresa wants to know how soon can a young cat be neutered after having kittens? So the cat's already been caught out. Mm, okay. Um, so yes, well done for kind of, you know, thinking ahead um, and trying to get ahead of the next the next litter of kittens. Um it is a difficult one. I think ideally we want to get in there in that sweet spot where all of the, let's say, the the mammaries, so the, the I suppose the mammary glands, the breast tissue have, has kind of regressed after they've stopped feeding their young, but before they're able to get pregnant again. And that's actually a really tiny window in cats. I would normally say you need to work with your vet on this one. Let them know the situation so that they can, you know, have in the back of their head that little cat needs spaying over the next few weeks. Because a lot of times veterinary practices will have their lists for their surgeries many weeks ahead. So let them know now that that's your situation. Let them know when when she had the kitten so they'll be able to time it. I would say it'll probably at least be after they're weaned, probably two or three weeks after that. Kittens usually kind of naturally wean themselves at four to six weeks um, and they need to be weaned because that, that way there'll be kind of no continued stimulus for there to be continued milk production and things will begin to settle down. But why I say work closely with your vet is that that rate at which the breast tissue regresses and they're safe for surgery varies a lot from cat to cat. Um, so I would say it may be a case that you might need to, after the kittens are weaned, work with your vet to bring her in for a check to see if they're happy that everything has settled down enough. And maybe to do that, let's say a week or two after they're weaned, but have a chat with them now so that they know to be planning ahead. But it is a difficult and tight window to get into. Because they could get pregnant very quickly afterwards. Oh, very quickly. Very, very quickly. Mm. Um, and I suppose that's the thing. One cat can produce thousands and thousands of kittens um, down the line. So it's really worth getting every single cat spayed to limit our feral cat population. So well, well done to the listener on getting ahead and trying to get ahead of the next litter. OK, and staying on cats, uh, a family recently welcomed a new addition to the house. It's a six month old kitten. Everything's going fine. Potty trained the lot. Uh, but cries at night uh, we leave her in the kitchen and uh, I can hear her when I'm up in bed will she grow out of it 
she may well do. It might just be that she's trying to adjust to her routine. Um, cats as well, you know, they're although they do tend to be awake while we're awake, a lot of them do fall into slightly nocturnal patterns at certain points in the year. Um, a lot of them will be night hunters, for example. So it may just be that this cat, for some particular reason, has fallen into a slightly different sleep pattern. And that may that may pass once there's no kind of, uh, I suppose, once there's nothing big and exciting happening overnight for them to be to be doing, like hunting if they're kept inside is quite likely. The, their circadian rhythm will realign. But I would say it'll probably pass as long as they don't seem distressed. And I suppose that they have access to their kind of food, water, litter tray, that there's not some reason that they're howling for attention. I would say, you know, pop down, just soothe them. If you hear them, if you hear them meowing and you're concerned, pop down, soothe them, check everything's okay, pop back to bed and it will lightly pass over time. It could Um, just be an adjustment period, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the thing. Okay. listen, have a lovely week and we'll chat again to you uh, next Thursday. Lovely. Thank you very Thanks much. Thanks a That is uh, Jane Pickett of the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital and they are part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group.